Welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This is the evening service of Sunday the 18th of December 2016, entitled Valuable Sinner. And the Bible readings are taken from Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 to 7 and Luke chapter 2 verse 11. Here's Brother Daniel Alexandria. Jesus Christ is coming and he is the light of the world and he will bring... Uh, light forever for his children heaven means light for eternity hell means darkness uh, hell means uh, separation eternal separation from god and from life and um, these little lights here we see around us uh, remind us of uh, the christians nowadays in this world they are little lights and their job is to light in the dark. And if you are a Christian today, a newborn, saved person, you are a light. That's what the Bible says. And we as lights have a duty to light around. And the more lights we have, the more light we have around. Less lights, more darkness. Darkness means lack of light. The more lights we have, the more light we have. Less lights, more darkness. And uh, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the light of the world. My message is entitled, A Valuable Sinner, A Valuable Sinner. That is, we all have a value. We are all valuable in God's eyes. And um, in God's opinion, we're worth a lot. And John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is God's opinion about you and me, about this world. God believes that we have value. And that's why, because we have value, he sent Jesus Christ to die for all of us. If we had no value, he wouldn't have sent Jesus Christ to die for us. Because we have value in his eyes. He sent Jesus Christ. Almost 2,000 years ago. We have Christians that don't believe in Christmas. I don't believe in Christmas. I believe in Jesus Christ who came into this world. He was born in a manger from a virgin called Mary, a righteous woman. If some people call it Christmas, that's fine. And I don't have a problem with Christmas. I have a problem with Xmas. Because Christmas, it has something to do with Christ. And that's what Christmas is all about. Christ. Not X. But Christ. And yes, there are people that don't celebrate Christmas, but they still celebrate their birthdays. And they don't find the day to celebrate Jesus' birthday coming into this world. 
not his birth as God, because he is God from eternity, but he's coming into this world as Jesus Christ, incarnated God. And it's said that people think more of themselves than they think of Jesus. But look, in God's opinion, you and me, all the human race, have value because Jesus came to die for you and for me. John 3.16 is the verse that proves that God really holds you and me valuable. In order to find out the way God sees you is to go to the right place. Go to the right place to get the right evaluation. If you are to find the Rubin or a jewelry, something valuable, where would you go to evaluate it? Would you go to a car dealer and say, Sir, please give me an evaluation of this Robin, of this jewelry. Or would you go to a person that uh, repairs shoes and say, Sir, would you give me an evaluation of this Robin? Would you go to a medical doctor? I don't think so. You'd go to a jeweler. Somebody that deals with jewelry. Somebody that knows what the jewelry is about. Somebody that knows the value. If you want to find how God sees you, you need to go to the right person, the one who knows you, who can evaluate you. And that person is God. And the place where to go to is the Bible. And the Bible clearly says in John 3.16, For God so loved you and me, that He gave His only begotten Son. He sent Him into this world to die for you and for me. You have value in His eyes. I have value in His eyes. But if we go to this world to find out how they evaluate us, how they assess us, how they weigh us, we'll find a distorted Opinion. We'll find something that will keep us in a state where we'll be always ungrateful, uncontent with what we get. Because there are other people, there are always other people that have more than we have. They are more beautiful, prettier, richer than we are. We'll always be unhappy if we go to the wrong person to have them evaluate me. But if we go to the right person, we'll find out exactly our value. And God placed great value on you and on me. And God, in John chapter 1... <coughs> Verse 9 says that the great light that is Jesus Christ came into this world. Now let's, let's hear the Bible speak. That was the true light which lighteth 
every man that cometh into this world. You are a light because of him. Because he came into your life and lighted you. If he didn't come into your life, you are not a light. You cannot light into the world. But if he is in your life, life, in your heart, you are a light. Yes, we live in a world where most of the people are not serving the Lord, are not Christians, are not saved, or even if they call themselves Christians, they don't live for the Lord. And we have the tendency to slow down, to ease a little bit, and not to be so crazy about God and His kingdom and His righteousness. But the Bible says that we need to continue. We need to carry on. We need to follow the Lord. We need to serve the Lord. We need to serve the Lord to the end. As Paul said, he didn't want to give up on serving the Lord. He kept on serving, kept on serving. Because he said, I don't live, but Christ liveth in me. And if, if Christ liveth in me, I'm following Christ. He's my example. He's my captain. It was Paul's captain. And if Jesus loved me all the way to the end, like Paul and all the other apostles, I shall love him to the end and serve him to the end. Jesus Christ came into my life and made me a light to be a light in this world. Jesus Christ is the one that fulfilled God's prophecy. We, we have the first prophecy in Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, when, when God talks about the seed that will smash the head of the devil. And then we read this morning Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, and other verses where the Bible clearly says that Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of that prophecy. We have religions today that believe in the Old Testament, but they don't believe in the New Testament. Judaism is one of them. Islam is another. If you talk to them, you'll see that they believe the Old Testament. When it comes to Jesus Christ, they have different opinions. He was a man. He was a prophet. He was something, but he wasn't God. But the Bible says that Jesus is the Savior. Luke chapter 3 verse 1. Just like Isaiah. Where in chapter 9 it says about. Let's read Isaiah chapter 9. Please. 
And open your Bible with me. Maybe you don't have a torch like I do. But you have some light <laughs> around. Okay, a little candle. For unto us a child is born. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God. What's his name? What's Jesus' name? The Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. He's God, incarnated God, the Prince of Peace. And look, look, chapter 3, verse 11. Chapter 2, verse 11, excuse me. It says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a the Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Christ the Lord. Christ, our God, He is our Savior. This is the fulfillment of Isaiah chapter 9. Christ is the one. Christ is Him. Christ is God. He is our Savior. He is the only Savior. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And this is my part here. I need to have the, the right view on my life. God's view upon my life is that I have value in His life. In His light, excuse me. My correct view should be I'm a sinner and I need Jesus Christ as my Savior. And yes, Jesus Christ came to seek and to save me. So many people, I talked to people. Yesterday, I had to go to Queen Elizabeth Hospital for an emergency. There's an interpreter there for a Romanian. He fell from floor number six to ground floor, and he survived. And he was about to put in an operation for several hours by a professor, Queen Elizabeth, and they needed an interpreter. So I ran to the hospital and I got to talk to this man about Jesus Christ. I thought this might be his last chance, I don't know. His ribs, his legs, his face, everything was smashed. His eyes, he could not open his eyes, but a little. And they're all like this, big. With wounds and everything. And the nurse says, he's lucky. He was lucky. <laughs> said, God, kept him alive. And I talked to this man in his language, in the Romanian language, about Jesus Christ, who came to seek and to save him. And I says, God has a purpose for this. He got to tell me that when he was a child, he was going to church. It was a Seventh-day Adventist church, but he heard about Jesus Christ. And then, as he grew up, he just followed the wave, like the other brothers of him. He didn't pay too much attention to God. 
But on that hospital bed, he had the chance again to hear about Jesus, who could save him for eternity. There are people who have this chance before they meet the Lord to hear again. But my question is, are you there to be a light, to be a witness? Would you open your mouth and tell them about the light of the world, about Jesus Christ, the, the Savior, or you are afraid? Afraid of what? Jesus Christ wasn't afraid to leave the glory and come down into this world and die for you and for me. Don't be afraid. Jesus wants you to be a light because He is the great light. And if He saved you, He's in your life, in your heart, and He is helping you to be a light into this world. Open your mouth and tell people about Jesus because He is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Even if other people, other religions don't believe that, it doesn't mean it is not true. It is true. The Bible is true. The other day I had a chance to talk to some other Romanians, Pentecostals. And man, I, I had to quote verses and verses from the Bible. So I can make them believe what the Bible says. But they are still... Under some man's teaching rather than God's teaching. There are so many people that, that call themselves Christians. But they don't believe the Bible. They just believe what some people teach them. We need to believe the Bible. And we need to tell others what the Bible says. And the Bible says that unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Jesus plus nothing, Jesus minus nothing. Only Jesus can save. And His salvation is perfect. And Jesus Christ here for you and for me, but also for the rest of the mankind, for everybody. Would you serve the Lord Jesus until the end? Or you are already worn out, tired of doing this? It's too much for you. Don't give up. Jesus never gave up. He went all the way. He died on the cross for you and for me. And he rose again the third day to be your Savior, my Savior. He is the Savior of this world. Would you serve the Lord? Even if you have oppositions? Or you want to give up? Jesus is alive. Jesus wants you 
and me to proclaim the good news. In Luke, we see in verse 9, the same chapter, chapter 2. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. Why are you afraid? The angel says to the shepherds, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Do you fear? The angel says, Fear not. Do you open your mouth to tell people about Jesus like the angel said? He announced the shepherds that Jesus was born to be their Savior. Would you join the angel and the other angels that joined this angel glorifying the Lord? To let people know that the only Savior is Jesus Christ. The only light is Jesus Christ. Jesus wants you and me to continue and continue and continue and never give up and never fear to proclaim His name, to proclaim His mission, to proclaim His purpose. He came to seek and to save. That we just lost. People around us, just like you and me, are valuable in God's eyes. Jesus died for them also. Are you going to tell them? Let's bow our heads in prayer. And let's go before the Lord. And if you need help, you need strength from the Lord. Fear not, just like the angel said, and continue to be a light, continue to proclaim the Lord, ask the Lord to help you. If you don't have Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, ask Him to save you. If you have a right opinion about you, if you see you yourself as a sinner in need of salvation, if you see Jesus Christ as the only Savior, call Him to be your Savior. And He will save you by His grace. Dear Lord, we thank you so very much for coming into this world, to be born in a manger, in a poor place, and live for 33 years here, a righteous life, and then die on the cross at Calvary for, for me, Lord, and for the whole world. And Lord, our salvation is all because of you, because of what you did, because you see us as worthy of that sacrifice you did on the cross. We know we have value in your sight, Lord, and we thank you for doing that. We thank you so much for coming and dying for us, Lord. Lord, there are so many people around us that are still lost and on their way to hell. Lord, help us not to sit with our arms crossed, but to go full of boldness 
led by your spirit, just like the angel to proclaim that unto you a child is born today, Jesus the Savior. Help us, Lord. Help those who are here. Help all of us, Lord, to carry on with the mission. Continue to proclaim your name. Use us, Lord. Other people can be saved. And join eternity with us. Lord, I pray that your blessings will be upon each and every one of us this evening. And Lord, help us to glorify your name. And help us to be the light you want us to be in this world. In his name I pray. Amen. Amen.